Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. Are you looking for help with trying to lose weight? Well, this could be the solution for you. With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. For the ad-free version of this podcast, please visit our Patreon page and become a patron at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link's in the description. Everybody knows that the dice are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor, the rich get rich. That's how it goes. Everybody knows. Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today we're here to do another film review. This time we're talking about the uh, it's the big one for the DCEU. It's the Justice League. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Matthew. Joining me today is David. How are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. Not too bad myself. Uh, so, yeah, Justice League, it's it's finally here after many a uh, change in... Well, not, not many a change in director, but change in director. Uh, rumours of um, Ben Affleck leaving, which is still going on. Um, critics coming out and saying it's the worst thing they've seen. Critics coming out saying it's the best thing they've ever seen. Uh, yeah. Did you like it? Um, yes, overall, I think I probably did. Uh, I I saw it last Friday, so I saw it when it came out, mm-hmm. and it's been one of those things I try to sort of be mulling over in my head for the last week, trying to figure out how much I liked it and mm-hmm. how much I I didn't. I think generally, I I liked it. Um, I wasn't utterly blown away by it. It's still not quite up to the level that you know some of the marvel movies are at but mm-hmm. uh but yeah i think overall i i enjoyed it i would say good good yeah I, I really liked it i thought it was pretty good um you're right though in the in the way that this isn't on the level of most marvel films this is probably better than like ant-man <laughs> from what i can i'm trying to think of marvel films that are as like good as Ant-Man. this <laughs> I, I did i rather like it. <laughs> uh so yeah i mean i I don't know. I say I wasn't overly keen on the second Avengers movie, so maybe okay. on a. I'm not the only person that, that liked that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was fine, but I, you know, I and I, I think that's, yeah, I think maybe, maybe similar level to the second Avengers movie, possibly okay. for me. Um. You know, so uh, and and I mean uh, that movie was okay. I, I again, I wasn't huge. I had there were issues I had with that film, but um, yeah. I, so I think that's probably the sort of level we're talking. Really, mm. it's certainly not up to the level of of things like Thor, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is, I mean, it's still it's it's really weird that like. This this film's put my mind towards the DCEU in like a much different sense. 
as opposed as, in a way that like Marvel did Marvel did more work before they did their Avengers film and DC yeah. the DCEU has done less work to get their ensemble together but it yeah. almost feels like I'm as I was watching this film and I was thinking okay we don't have we this first time we've properly seen um I think it's the three of them Aquaman uh Flash and Cyborg the first time we've seen them and I was kind of thinking I don't we're, we're gonna get a, a individual film of those of course and probably seconds and thirds because that's that's sort of the the way the phases go and stuff but it's kind of, it was it was a bit like um Jason Momoa shows up I'm Aquaman and then that's that's kind of it I was like right okay kind of thing and then they were just <laughs> joined together so it's a bit it, it worked in a weird way where like they skipped all that stuff because you, you you the film doesn't tell you how we become Aquaman the film doesn't tell you how the Flash became the Flash it doesn't we haven't actually had a solo Batman film yet I know we've seen him in um no Batman v Superman true. but we still haven't had that yet um but it's Go ahead. I was going to say there is there is a certain amount of presumption. You are, you are right with this that people know these characters well enough to go. Uh, I you know to think I don't need a backstory. It's interesting actually. They did the same thing with the comic books for the New Fifty Two, possibly okay. Rebirth as well, but uh, certainly with the New Fifty Two, I believe the first of that run when they released that was a Justice League book not the individual books. They they did the same thing when they relaunched the comic books in that they launched it with um you know with Justice League with everybody kind of you know and obviously in the comic book world people do know these characters mm. more and it was that's kind of interesting. I you know that there's a sort of presumption of we don't need to do individual things to introduce these characters. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think maybe you did slightly more with Marvel because I think the DC stuff is probably slightly better known in terms of the individual characters are slightly better known. Possibly. So, um, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I do wonder if there's any people that, um, that, that they know Superman, they know Wonder Woman and they know Batman and poss- probably know the flash. But I, I wonder if there's any people that turned up to this film and, um, saw this like this person who calls himself cyborg and was like okay who's that kind of thing yeah um i do wonder and, and like aquaman as well now they might recognize aquaman himself a bit more of course jason momoa i think is a lot more known than than the guy who plays cyborg but still yeah it's in a case where would they know who aquaman is and like certainly those are the what his purpose yeah. is and stuff yeah, certainly those are the are the lesser known characters out of the group. Um, yeah. Cyborg in particular, I think. But then you have got people that grew up on things like Young Justice cartoons and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And he has he is quite well known in the animated world. So I think maybe they're relying on that for for Cyborg. Uh, mm. And I think people are aware of Aquaman, even if they don't know. You know, they're aware of this character called Aquaman, and he's the king of Atlantis. I, I mean, uh, you know, and he talks to fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's interesting so, bringing all this up as well, because I did notice in a lot of the Justice League posters, not necessarily all of them, but a lot of them actually had labels of names next to characters. It's like, this is Batman. This was Aqu- this is Aquaman. <laughs> and I never remember ever seeing that in um, in the Avengers films and stuff, because it would be a bit no. like, yeah, okay, we've already kind of introduced these characters but before in stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was kind of funny as well. And it was in a lot, because... 
the the press for this film went has been basically going all year. Um, and yeah. just loads of the posters after seeing like labels for names. I was like, okay, cool. You're, you're telling the public who the who these people are and stuff. Because um, I'm guessing like maybe the the average kind of parent that buys their their kids like toys for this kind of stuff, they're more they're much more likely to go for the Batman, the Flash, um, or the Superman. And if you've got a daughter, probably the Wonder Woman stuff. I'm guessing, mm-hmm. and Cyborg and Aquaman would be the two that would be like, okay, we don't really know who they are, we'll just get you the Batman or whatever, because we, we've seen him so many times before and stuff, um, yeah. especially in like recent years and stuff <clears throat> like that. Um, but this film itself, I thought it was really, really quite fun in places. It did, like I said, it did kind of do... Like the first kind of part of it was like, okay, this guy's our command. He's joining the team. This is what's happening. And then it was like, okay, what's the situation? Then we're dealing with the situation. And I kind of, I did sort of go along with it because I sort of thought, okay, this is the ensemble film when you don't want to spend too much time saying, okay, this is our command. He can talk to fish. Da 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 da. You want them to assemble as quick as possible. Um, yeah. I thought they did a decent job of that in, in this. Um, yeah, I think I think that's right. I think they they managed to kind of pull them together reasonably quickly, and they didn't kind of spend that much time on it, which yeah. I think was good. Yeah, it's interesting the way that uh, Wonder Woman's kind of used in this, and she's because if you the presumption going into this is that you've seen Wonder Woman and the, the previous films, basically. Um, yeah. So that you kind of know a bit more about her and stuff, and you've already seen her introduced to her people, and then when they bring up um, Steppenwolf, the the villain, and he shows up at the the Amazons and and stuff. What's the place called? Is it actually uh, Themyscira? Okay. Is the uh, the Amazon Themyscira is the Amazon right. island? Well, when he sort of invades and shows up there and like kills a bunch of them, you are sort of it's sort of assumed that you know who these people are because you've probably seen yeah. Wonder Woman. Um, and with, with the whole, like, uh, battle that they go into and stuff and when they tease, uh, I love the way they tease the, the Green Lantern in this as well. Uh, yeah. Because they, they don't actually show anyone, like, a, a specific well, they, they Green Lantern. Sh- but no, they, do they show basically some just, Green Lanterns. Yeah, yeah, they just sort of show an army of them and um, there's even a particular scene where like uh i think one of them's killed or something and the ring yeah, slips off his finger and it, like yeah. the camera really focuses on it it's like remember this ring <laughs> and it just like yeah. flies off somewhere um yeah so i thought, I thought that was kind of cool uh yeah yeah i know that was good i mean i think if if they made one quite big mistake with this it was the villain um steppenwolf is not a particularly well-known villain i mean he is a I've, lieutenant i've of, never heard of him before yeah he, he's a lieutenant of dark side and um okay. you know dark side doesn't show up in the film and i mean no. dark side isn't a, i mean in general popular culture i wouldn't have said dark side is a, is that well known either i mean he's he's their sort of thanos he is their the their big kind of bad uh, he's a god, essentially, right. and yeah. you know he he's a he is sort of one of the big villains of the DC universe. But it may have made more sense in this case to have done you know what we saw at the end, which was was sort of Lex Luthor and uh, Slade Wilson, and you know 
it might have made more sense to go up against a group of uh, those sort of villains. Although I sort of understand that maybe to pull a big bunch of people together, they needed a really big villain. Um, So, and it also, the fact that their mother box, you know, the mother boxes are spread amongst the various different people. It kind of explained that doesn't entirely explain what a mother box is, but um, you know, you kind of just got to roll with it. And I do, because I know a lot of this stuff from reading the comic books. I I do wonder how well that went across with some people um, that were watching the movie. And and that's possibly why a lot of the negative reviews comes out. Because I imagine that if you don't know some of the history of this, it could get quite confusing. Possibly. I mean, I mean, I had no no idea who Steppenwolf was, um, but I kind of, it was just kind of to me like, okay, this is just the guy they're fighting. I was more there to just see this Justice League assemble and see how they could like put the put all the pieces together and handle it, and how they would sort of push that push that forward, of course, into the the uh, big future that they have with with these films and stuff. Um, so that 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 didn't bother me that much. I can understand why it would bother right. some people because like they don't really explain that much of who he is. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of just sort of went along with it and thought, okay, by the end of this film, he's probably going to be defeated anyway. So he's just more of a like passing yeah. the time kind of thing, uh, or, or yeah. more, more of like a he's more of like a tool to show this yeah. Justice League form together, uh, which I which I thought worked worked quite well in that in that way. Um, so let's go through some of the characters here. What did you think of Batman in this film? Ben See, Affleck himself. I mean, Ben Affleck gets a lot of. Fl- back for batman and i actually really like him i i think mm. he's um suitably uh he's suitably smart to play bruce wayne he's um suitably kind of grumpy to play batman as well and yeah. i i think you know he he does the role really well um if there's any issues with that character, it was with the way that he's been written. And I actually prefer this version of it to a lot of the versions we've seen before. You know, this is from far closer to the comic book, the current comic book version than, than anything else. I think probably that has been out there because much as I love certain things about the Chris Nolan, um, Batman universe, you know, and I love some of those films and I thought he'd led you was amazing as Joker as that version of Joker. Mm-hmm. That is a very different, version of batman to what you get in the comic books and it's the same when you if you go back to the original movies as well the um the tim burton movies were sort of based on the version of batman that was in the comic books then and i think this is a version that's based on the batman in the comic books now Mm -hmm. so I don't have a problem with with Affleck as, as Batman. I actually really like him in that role. Um, I, you know, I it does slightly annoy me that every kind of week he seems to be saying, "Oh, I'm not sort of sure if I'm going to carry on with it." But then, given the reaction that the yeah, films we'll are getting, that in a second. You, yeah, you can sort of you can maybe see why he's saying that. You know, um, maybe it's just he's getting a bit kind of fed up with everybody criticizing the the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I think uh, there's articles floating around talking about um, how uh, Rotten Tomatoes sort of screwed over the uh, movie as well by giving it a really low rating. And Rotten Tomatoes isn't exactly the most reliable source. No, what uh, was it, like 40% lot, or something? Something like 40%. That's yeah, really and that low. Was, That's really low. Yeah. 
and that's and and i i think that's very unjustified you know um yeah i i'm not a huge fan of rotten tomatoes and the way that it does its its ratings at all because uh, of the way it calculates them is not is a bit of a blunt instrument mm-hmm. um yeah so i i tend not to look at the site very much it's I, there are better places out there that you can look and find reviews for things um but i mean i yeah i i i think i mean there's there's also stories out today of of you know it potentially losing like a hundred million and i hope it manages to make its money back um okay because otherwise that's going to cause problems moving forward and that may send panic into dc and and make them want to retool everything um so i don't know uh but yeah i mean i i you can't blame affleck for this i think i think he's he's great so yeah it's an ensemble i think affleck's actually quite good in that role um i i you know the writing could possibly be better but uh in, yeah, ter- in we'll terms see. of writing and making things make sense, I think that not entirely goes out the window, but some of it kind of has to, because you have like comic booky superhero stuff. Because uh, e- even in the Arrowverse stuff, when me and Robert are talking about that, there's a lot of different things I could like pick up and say, okay, why has this character done this and that? But then you have to remember, okay, it's a it's a network TV show, or even in this case, it's a film based on mm. a comic book superhero character. So yeah yeah you you can't always lean on that kind of stuff for like to for it to be realistic to a degree you kind of have to because it's still in the real world and still has to make sense and stuff but yeah when you put it in that category it does have some leeway um yeah me and myself i do i do quite like ben affleck as well this in terms of him being bruce there's something a little bit off there for me I, i haven't quite got used to that um entirely okay but i do quite like him as uh as batman I think he's quite good. To be fair, I mean, we've not seen that much of him as Bruce actually being yeah, the sort of millionaire playboy Bruce Wayne. Wayne, uh, yeah, I, I would, I would like to see. I, I want the individual Batman movie that actually allows him to show more of Bruce Wayne and more of Batman. I would like a Batman movie which is Batman being the world's greatest detective, which we've never seen on screen. You know, it's always been Batman. Mm-hmm guy in a bat suit kicking people you know it's it's we've never actually had that kind of noir proper detective thing yeah which is what i really want to see you mm-hmm. know I, and i think you there is a very interesting batman film to be made out of that um with him actually you know maybe a fairly simple story not necessarily huge villains something fairly simple something grounded in gotham something that's that's him having to solve a problem um and having to actually use his detective skills and i think that could be a really interesting batman film i would like to see that on screen and because that that's one thing that they've never actually done mm-hmm. um and would be a really interesting way to go with it you know yes he can still go out and still be in the bat suit and kick ass and and that sort of thing but i i would like to see a bit more of that going on um, I mean, this isn't the movie for it, obviously, because no, it's just no. its leak. But, don't really but have the time, even if even if this was a two-hour, twenty-minute film, uh, which yeah. it, which it wasn't. It was like an hour fifty, two hours, I think. Uh, which, yeah, which is kind of interesting because most of these uh, films have tend to be what I would call two twenty, two hours, twenty minutes. Uh, 
even though yeah this is, this is 120 minutes yeah long, so it's even two though hours. google's got it listed as two hours 50 minutes and it's, it's had it yeah. listed to that as quite a while but anyway um for me at the moment there's you know when you look at some actors as as the characters like at the moment um to me john berthold is the punisher wonder woman is uh, sorry uh what's her name uh gal gadot is wonder woman i don't know if there's a a particular batman that everybody kind of points to like if you think of the joker you probably think of like heath ledger um because yeah. there's been i know it's like it is a case of there's been quite a few different batmans um we've had like george clooney we've had um we've had uh what's his name from the uh, films. well mike yeah there was michael keaton there was yeah, michael uh, keaton. oh my god what was it yes what was batman in the uh 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 you to know his name's got out of my head as well yeah oh Chris, um, christian bell Christian Bale. Christian Bale. There's like Adam West. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, Adam West who did the uh, the TV show. Yes. Uh, the amazing back Adam there. West. So there's yeah. not really. It's almost like this roles continuously like passed down, and there isn't really a definitive version, which is kind of good in a way, because then you can always have these little comparisons and not say like, okay, this is the only guy who can do it. Everybody else is rubbish. But both situations kind of have pros and cons to themselves. Um, but yeah, I. I thought he did um it, it also felt to me like in this film that he did a little bit more i remember in batman v superman when they were fighting doomsday and he was almost just jumping out the way the whole time and not actually really attacking i know it's a bit different because doomsday was was different to what they're fighting in this film um but it it's a bit strange as well when there's points where um you know when he picks up that gun and he starts using that against the the enemies Instead of his yeah. own stuff, and it's kind of like, okay, what tools is like he using and stuff, stuff like that. Um, I, I know he uses his uh, Batmobile in this film as well, which um, which was yeah. which was kind of cool to see. Uh, yeah, which is it's, it's, it's really low to the ground yeah. that Batmobile. <laughs> it's like got yeah. nothing on the top of it. Uh, so you kind of saw him using that as well. Um, but I I thought he he was good. It's just like you said, we kind of need um, in terms of like the Trinity. Uh, of of these films um we sort of needed a batman film maybe before this yeah i i would have i think they needed to bed um ben affleck in properly as batman mm -hmm. before this i would have liked to have seen an individual batman film we've seen superman we've seen wonder woman it seems weird that i mean we have batman you know the superman but i I, I think that was, I mean, you, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of that movie. And I, I, I think <laughs> that was a mistake. I would have liked to have seen an individual Batman film before they, they decided to do this. Um, you know, and I, that, I think that's possibly where DC fell down slightly, mm -hmm. but, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. Good in this film. Uh, yeah. let's move on to Wonder Woman herself, who I just mentioned, Gal Gadot. Yeah. Uh, do you like her in this film? Yeah, I, I mean, she's she's great. She was great in Wonder Woman. She's great in this. She really is a solid embodiment of that character. Um, I I think she's a perfect bit of casting, uh, and and is is a great sort of mix of a strong female lead and um, also quite funny as well. Yeah. You know, um, she's she's got quite a lot of humour to that character as well which we've we saw in uh batman v superman as well mm -hmm. and in the wonder woman movie so i you know i i i think yeah a perfect bit of casting that i think she's great yeah i i love the scene of her when um 
you know when they're all sort of sitting in that um part of the plane that they're in there's there's the, the batmobiles in there as well um and aquaman's sitting there and he's telling everyone like oh how i love to be a part of this team and it means something to be and all that and then uh yeah, uh, Wonder Woman re- reveals he he's got the lasso of truth around him, but he doesn't realize it. And then he goes, you know, if you guys, and then he points yeah, to yeah. Uh, the Flash. He's like, if you tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. Uh, which, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, yeah. But no, she took on a bit of a, a leadership role in in this film at some points as well. I mean, there isn't a particular leader per se. No. In this group. Um no. But she did sort of take some of that on, and I, I thought that was, that was quite good to see as well. Mm. Yeah, um, but yeah, at the moment, I th- I think it's it's a situation at the moment because, to recent memory, there hasn't been many versions of Wonder Woman, and to me at the moment, she is Wonder Woman in that way, because uh, we've yeah. not really, at least to, to my memory, in in the last no, I mean, however long. Yeah, I mean, there's been there's been various uh, animated versions. There was the Linda yeah. Carter TV show back in the seventies. And there was a failed TV pilot um, was starring, uh, yeah, a- Andriana uh, Padlecki from um, uh, for, from Agents of Shield. Um, she actually she was in a, a pilot for it, which failed to get picked up. Um, who, who does she play in for, Agents of Shield? Uh, she was um, one of one of the two. Uh, the, remember, there was Hunter and the girl uh the, uh, uh-huh. the female that that yeah the two there was the two that ended up kind of leaving last season yeah it's her okay the, she the, was the, the girl uh, that's in the orville now oh yes she is yes you're right yeah yeah she's in the orville now but oh, that um, would have been kind of cool i think she could, yeah, she so, could pull that off yeah she she played there was a tv version of wonder woman but they didn't the dc didn't particularly like it so yeah. and uh it I can't remember who that was for, whether it was for Fox or somebody like that, but he didn't get picked up. So hmm. that's a bit of a shame. Um, but yeah, she's, she's really good in this. Um, she, she is a bit more on the quiet side, but when she does speak up about stuff, it's like perk your ears up kind of, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see Wonder Woman too as well, to see kind of, uh, where they can, where they can take her as well. Um, what did you think when they brought her sort of people back and Steppenwolf was basically basically just destroying them? Yeah, well, I mean, I think I think that was quite um, useful in sort of showing the power that uh, Steppenwolf has, given yeah. that you know this is a sort of big warrior race, and uh, it was. I mean, you know, they they killed off some of the uh, some of the. Um, people from the, Amazon- the, Amazonians Amaz- Amazonians yeah. yes so they, they I mean they killed off some of them but I think um yeah I think it was definitely a good way of showing how much power that he has because mm-hmm. you you know how fierce a warrior they are so uh, so yeah I th- I think that was fine but not not until superman shows up <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that in a second as well um yeah uh, let's move on to talk about the the Flash. So Ezra Miller's first proper appearance as the Flash. He's had cameos, but that's not really that wasn't really much. Uh, do you like him more or less than than Grant? I see. We've we've talked about this before, and I uh, on on Geek Town as well. And I think it's unfair 
to Ezra to say whether I like him more or less because okay. because we've yeah, seen so I, much of Barry. I mean, we've um, seen so much Barry. Grant. Yeah, uh, Grant, we've seen yeah. so much of Grant as Barry. Um, you know, I. I, I like I like both of them actually. I mean, I I think Grant is absolutely fantastic as, on the TV as the Flash, but I like Ezra Miller's version as well. Um, he's he's kind of the you know fun character out of that group. It's written very well. He plays it as a sort of you know the, he's he's somebody that is slightly on edge all the time, and that kind of you get that feeling of it's somebody that wants to be moving, you know? Um, and, uh, he's fun and quippy and, uh, just very wide eyed about everything that's going on. You know, he's, he's really happy to be invited into this group of, of like heroes and, uh, and wants to sort of, he's almost like a little puppy dog, you know, and just wants to please everybody. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's I, I think it's a lovely uh, portrayal of Barry Allen in this. Um, I I really you know he's he's sort of not entirely sure exactly what's uh, you know what's happening, but he's prepared to just jump in with both feet and and do his thing. And I yeah I I really really like Ezra in this. I'm very much looking forward to the uh, Flash movie. Okay. I don't, I don't mind him as the Flash. I did think I'd like him less, but I, I didn't. Mm. But I don't know. I don't like the way he's written in this film as much. I feel like a lot of the some of the jokes worked, but some of them just really didn't. I was like, okay, why did they put that in, kind of thing. Um, I do kind of like the way that uh, you know he's originally this this detective and stuff and he's invited to basically this group of you know su- superheroes and stuff um and he's like really sort of happy to be there but um one other i didn't i don't get the design for his suit and i don't get the whole electricity thing and why it has to go like all up in the air and stuff um cuz in um in the CW's Flash and in the Young Justice, he just has like a stream that goes behind him and it just looks so much cleaner and better. And in this, it's like electricity sort of following him around. I just didn't, I didn't really like that. Um, yeah, I did, plus I did he, actually, yeah. he just looks like I a Power know. Ranger to be. <laughs> uh, which I get it, they want to do something different because in the, the CW's Flash, he's got... um. More of like a just a fabric suit, kind of like what uh, you know, what Batman yeah. and, and that have in this. But um, yeah, I I just prefer uh, CW's Flash's suit and stuff, and and the way the effects are done there. Um, and some people said like all the, all the CG is better for for this version of the Flash, and it's you know because it's got it's got more going on. But I don't I don't know that you need that really to make it look better. No, I mean, I th- I think I it didn't actually bother me the CG. I actually quite liked the way the CG was done for this. Um, I again, I y- it's difficult to compare it to the TV version because you're comparing a TV bu- budget to a, a film yeah. budget, and you know maybe I can kind of get what you're saying. You know, maybe mm-hmm. they overdid it with with uh, the. I think what uh, I'm looking to say is it looks a bit more. It just looks more natural in in yeah, the CW yeah. flash. Whereas okay. in this, it's a bit over the top with that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, maybe they slightly overdid it. I think I think that's what I'm sort of going for. Yeah, that they overdid it. Uh, 
but we, again, we don't get his backstory, and that's going to be left for his film as well, which we, we kind of know, you know, he gets struck by lightning and becomes the Flash. It's kind of as simple as that. Yeah. Uh, although, th- th- well, yeah, but although um, the at the end of the film we see him take it he's actually unemployed isn't he when when we first meet him and at the end of the film he gets a job at a crime lab if yeah. i remember correctly I think um, so <laughs> yeah that's that's certainly what i i got the take from it was was he was not actually working at the time and he ends up getting you know he's he's sort of dedicated a lot of his time to trying to get his father out of prison and then they're having this conversation about uh you know you need to do something with your life you need to not dedicate your, yourself to this yeah and and then he says i've got a job at the crime lab now in the comics he gets his superpowers from being in the crime lab late at night and a bunch of chemicals spilling on him as he's hit by lightning mm-hmm. so that's sort of backwards because we now I, I don't know where he actually got his powers from now maybe because, it was lightning but something different i, I yeah maybe I maybe he was know. at school or i don't know but um yeah so so that's i'm yeah not entirely sure i because i don't know whether it's actually explained how he gets his how he gets his power i don't remember them explaining it but i know i know the conversation i'll talk about with with his dad and he's basically saying you know you shouldn't you shouldn't keep spending so much time coming in here and stuff and you should i want you to go and like find yourself a job and sort of do something yeah. a bit more live your uh, life, rather than, yes. rather, yeah live your life rather than coming to see me all the time he probably still wants him to see him some of the time but just not as much as as what he is um so it's what's what's barry's dad's name again uh henry is it henry, henry yeah Allen. Yes. i thought he was he was kind of interesting of course we didn't see much of of him uh, but I'm, I'm assuming no. we'll see a bit more in the film and that as well. So this is the weird situation where this again, this film worked without the backstories, but there's still the questions from those. But it was kind of it's almost going to be a bit like when we get these films that they're going to be just flashbacks of stuff because yeah, they I can't mean, possibly they can't possibly do the flash film set after Justice League because you can't well, explain you can't really explain how he got his powers. It, it's gonna well yes afterwards <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have, i think there may be i don't know i i think it is uh, you know the the majority of the flash movie well the flash movie is going to be interesting because um as we know with the flash film they've already said that it's going to be based around flashpoint um and flashpoint is the comic book storyline where uh, as we've seen in the TV show, it's where Barry tries to go back in time and save his mother, mm. which uh, then alters the future. Um, that future has um, Aquaman and Wonder Woman on two completely different sides where they're ending up battling, they're, they're fighting each other. So you've got the uh, Atlanteans against the Amazonians who are fighting this big war over something or other. I can't remember what, but... Right. Um, that and in that film, uh, Batman is in it, but it's not Ben. It won't be Bruce Wayne because Bruce has been killed. In that version, it's Thomas Wayne that's actually Batman, which, as we know, is Negan mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, from the uh, from the Walking Dead. Yeah, uh, it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Morgan. It's, yeah. So whether they are going to, I mean, and I think they have and said Martha they're going is, to put Batman uh, in the film. Also, Long Cohan. 
Um, yeah, and Martha is Lauren Cohen. Maggie so now, Lauren, yeah, Lauren, I mean, um, Martha gets killed either way, but in that version, it's in the Flashpoint <laughs> version, it's good. It, it's uh they call up laura uh, has her hair we need, we need you to come back and die again <laughs> yeah 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 um in, in that version it's um uh thomas that takes on the mantle of batman after bruce and martha are killed so um i think i mean that would be very interesting i mean flash for, for you know i i think presenting a slightly alternate future would be interesting if they are going to do that flashpoint uh, storyline mm-hmm. and having kind of an evil version of uh, Aquaman and a sort of evil version of Wonder Woman, and uh, it lets Ben Affleck off the hook from playing Batman for that movie as well. Right. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of cool. So the but you need the to come back is, and die. I know it'd be a, it'd be a younger version, wouldn't it? So it wouldn't be. Uh, yeah. No. So it wouldn't even need to be. In, you'd, they just need it for a scene, <laughs> for, for potentially for a scene at the end. But um, <sighs> the other possibility, of, of course, is. Uh, when he comes back flashpoint has altered things slightly that maybe that gives uh, ben affleck the out that he's been looking for and they cast somebody else's batman so when he comes back it's somebody else's batman mm-hmm. maybe so do, that's the excuse they look for do we know why ben affleck wants out because i've not actually heard a reason i've just heard a no, dozen rumors just... that say he wants in or out or in or out yeah and and it's been going backwards and forwards so at this point we don't know i mean he has talked talked about wanting a way of segueing out of being batman uh in a sort of graceful way um and okay. he kind of you know, started as, though yeah and it's as i've seen people say you know he talks like he's been playing this character for 15 years not 15 months you know <laughs> um and it is true and i mean much as i i quite like uh affleck as batman if if he's that unhappy with it, I'd rather they manage to get an actor that really wanted to do the role. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, maybe Flashpoint is a way of doing that. So. Possibly. It's, well, we'll, it's interesting we'll see, to me but... that um, I've not actually heard out of Ben Affleck's mouth him saying he wants out. I've only heard no, like, it's reports all, it's all stuff. quotes and stuff. Yeah, so I'm kind of not convinced stuff, until I hear it out of his, his actual mouth himself so yeah yeah no me neither so i mean we'll see i mean because every time it, it seems to jump backwards and forwards on a sort of almost weekly basis of he's in he's out he's in he's out so so we'll see but um yeah i i hopefully he'll stick around for a bit longer mm-hmm. uh, but going back to the flash he's got potential i don't really like the way he was written but i think the actor did good enough that's that's basically my uh my verdict okay. I, I liked him more than i thought which is good but the writing yeah. just didn't help him in, in in my mind um okay and you know it's not up to ezra what he says i guess it's no, just it's up bad. to him the way he delivers it so yeah uh we've got a kind of 50 50 sort of situation there uh aquaman himself uh i thought jason momoa did really well in this role yeah it's great. I mean, it's it's an interesting version of Aquaman, certainly compared to the comic book version, um, because he's Jason Momoa is way cooler than the uh, the comic book version of Aquaman. Mm-hmm. He was also uh, blonde I mean, in the comics. I remember yes, when I first saw Jason Momoa, like a, a picture of him, I was like, wait, isn't Aquaman blonde? But I guess yeah. it does really a- Aquaman's, better. Aquaman's kind of blonde. Mm. Uh, generally, I don't think has a beard at the moment. Uh, you know, so <laughs> it it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he has been the 
subject of derision in the uh, comic book world for a very long time about this thing about he talks to fish, which technically he doesn't, which they do talk about in the film. But mm-hmm. um, but yes, this this I, I think casting Jason Momoa as Ackerman was a great way of sort of sidestepping all that because he's awful lot cooler as as this sort of character it's a kind of much grungier version of aquaman mm. than we've seen before so yeah. i i uh you know i jason Momoa is great he's fun and uh i plays this role really really well he can play kind of you know the dark serious don't look at him the wrong way because he'll rip your head off sort of version and also can be quite light and you had the stuff with him riding along on the batmobile which we saw in the trailers mm-hmm. and things and uh, cyborg sort of, of carrying him which i thought yeah was which cool. is which that was is kind that of... was one of my favorite uh aquaman scenes where he's just sort of being thrown around and he's really enjoying it and he's like throwing his spear into stuff and he's landing on the yeah. batmobile and <clears throat> i thought all that stuff was really cool as well and kind of unnecessarily but also on the fun side he grabs that one enemy he stabs it with the the um thing that he has and then crashes yep. through the building. I was like, okay, I think he's already dead. He didn't need to do that. <laughs> but it looked cool anyway. So I thought yep. that, that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, that, that was one of the the best scenes, I think, in the film when they're all kind of connecting together like that. And um, I can't quite remember what Batman's purpose was in that scene, but he was just sort of riding along. Um, yeah. But like he was sort of, what was he doing in that scene? He was just sort of driving through, wasn't he? But I can't remember yeah, exactly why. Driving. No. No. But, um, but that was kind of cool as well. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think if you had a blonde Aquaman without a beard as Jason Momoa, it just wouldn't look quite, quite no, right no. as opposed to what this no, version I, does. So. I, I think, you know, I, for me, I think... It's it's a different characterization to the one that I think a lot of people expected originally, but, but a better one. <laughs> it's a better it's a better version of Aquaman yeah. than I think uh, it could have been, and uh, they found a way of making him cool and work well, and mm-hmm. uh, you know the stuff with Atlantis I thought worked well as as well. So you know, yeah, I I, I do like Jason Momoa anyway, but I think this is a really good version of it. Mm-hmm. And with, with the whole tone of the DCEU, to have a more gruntier um, version of him does does fit more with yeah. that. Because uh, yeah, you do want some fun, which does come from like the Flash and some of the jokes that are, that are thrown around. But it doesn't need to come from one particular character. It's, it's more of an ensemble kind of thing in that sense. So I thought they, it, all, they all kind of helped each other with that. Yeah. And as you said, I mean, Aquaman, um, yeah, they had some fun with him as well. Like the, the bit where he was, as you mentioned earlier, the bit where he was accidentally sat on the, uh, lasso of truth and didn't realize and was get you know, and was having that conversation. I, so they had some fun with the character as well, which I think was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, again, it's going to be interesting. His like backstory and stuff. Cause again, because of the way that it worked in this film, but, uh, it still, it still kind of worked, so... Yeah. Uh, Cyborg, did you like him in this film? Um, yeah, I mean, Cyborg's not a character that I have that much of a connection to. I, I don't, you know, I, I've read a lot of the other books. I've never really read individual Cyborg books. I've only know him as part of the Justice League. Yeah, um, me too. But I think he did, I, you know, I, I think he did a perfectly decent job in this. Um, he's... 
there are rumors flying around that he had a much larger role in this movie in the Zack Snyder version and Joss cut it quite a lot okay. and people are complaining about that and I you know one we don't know whether that's actually true it's things floating around on the internet again uh and two I you know I I thought it was fairly well balanced overall I think you know to have over focused on one character would have been a mistake you know and this I think gave a reasonable amount of screen time to the characters that you would expect. You know, we had everybody got a fair shot of, of screen time overall. Yeah, it so. was fairly evenly balanced. You know, if anything, it was, it lent a bit more on Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman, but you'd sort of expect that. Um, so I, I, yeah, no, I, I didn't have a problem with talk, with that at all. And he, uh, uh, you know, I mean, he's, doing the performance fairly well i mean a lot of it's done through motion capture um with that because of the amount of cybernetics that are on it uh but yeah i thought that would work brilliantly i thought it worked really well yeah i think that was a, a challenge for them to do to like do the cg well and stuff um which i, th- I think they did kind of quite well with with cyborg i didn't really notice anything particularly too bad um with, with, with cyborg himself uh he's a bit more of a complicated character which i kind of like like you don't sort of know yeah quite what he can do and the film's kind of showing you that throughout and he can like turn his hands into guns and, and all that kind of stuff um yeah which i feel like was was kind of a good mystery in this film because it's like okay he's a cyborg but what what can he do i, I didn't even know he could fly before this before this film right. i remember seeing that yeah, in well, the trailer like oh he can sort of fly i did i didn't know that so. Yeah, and, and I mean, uh, you know, at the start of the film, he didn't know he could fly. Of course, I mean, that was one of the things that he shows yeah. in the uh, when he, you know, he's showing his dad going, "Look, I, you know, I've just had this because he's basically enhanced with alien technology that they didn't know what the hell it was going to do," and you know, he's sort of pissed at his father because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it's a really interesting portrayal of that character. Uh, it, it's somewhat similar to uh, the New Fifty Two version in the comic books, okay. but you get more of a backstory obviously in that in this sort of uh in, in the way that they set that up but um yeah i, I mean i i think it's it could be a very interesting character moving forward that mm-hmm. i thought he'd be one of the more boring members to to watch but i thought he did he, he did some stuff that, that kind of surprised me in a way again which was one of them which was flying um, which I think is, is kind of a cool addition, and in terms of superheroes and stuff, that's quite a nice addition to a character. Because uh, Batman has his like Batmobile when he can fly in his in his whatever his ship is called. Wonder Woman can basically just like jump really far, sort of. Right. Yeah. Uh, Flash can obviously just run anyway. Um, Aquaman can. How do these? He sort of travels by Cyborg and by the Batmobile and some other sort of stuff like that. Yeah, uh, which, just which hitches kind of a right. Yeah, yeah, and Superman just flies anyway. Um, but I, I, I thought Cyborg was was kind of cool to watch in this. Um, it'd be interesting to see a bit more of his backstory. We kind of got. Do you remember his cameo in uh, Batman v Superman, where we sort of yeah, saw yeah, him being electrocuted or whatever? So that gives yeah. a sort of hint as to what it is. But uh, I think um, more more of a story there would be would be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't really think that they would do um, a singular cyborg film. Is is one of the, one of the more distant characters that I kind of thought of. But after seeing this film, I can kind of see a bit more of the importance of him. Yeah. Um. In, in that way. 
Uh, let's move on to Superman. What did you think of the way they brought him back? Um, it it was a bit of a, I, it felt like to me, it's sort of what they, uh, you know, kind of MacGuffin storyline. It's one of these things where, oh well, we've got these sort of mother boxes, so we can use them to bring Superman back to life. You know, it was sort of a, uh, there's a way of, uh, you know that. They're bringing him back so soon after killing him off. It's like they've... I, I wasn't over, overly happy with them killing him off at the end of Batman v Superman. I just think they've compressed, tried to compress too much of the classic storylines into, you know, two fewer films. I am, um, you know, they like compressed the Doomsday storyline into the end of Batman v Superman. They've sort of now brought him almost immediately back to life again. Uh, I, it's, I, I don't know. I, I wish they hadn't killed him off in the first place. So this yeah. wouldn't be a thing, you know? Yeah, um, it was a bit of a, a bit of a waste of it's a bit story of a waste to me. There was like not line. much point to it. I mean, it was one of the of things killing I hated. Well. Yeah. It's one of the things I hated in Batman v Superman was, was the way they used doomsday in that film. Um, I, I really wasn't a fan of that. And then to have Superman die at the end of it. And I, I mean, I, I get that it sort of ended up being the catalyst of why Batman gets all these heroes together. But I, you know, I was never a fan of that. So, I mean, in some respects, the fact that they kind of almost skipped over a fairly sort of, Oh, well, we'll just use this thing and it'll bring Superman back to life and great. We can move forward. You know, in some respects that was fine. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I just wish they hadn't had to do that in the first place. <laughs> yeah, they should. <laughs> I would rather just erase that entirely from yeah from the DCEU. Um, we do need to slightly talk about the CGI they had to use on Superman. <laughs> okay. Um, I've heard a lot cause... of complaints, but I didn't. I just didn't really notice it. No, I, I haven't really no... got the eye for good or bad CG unless it's really noticeably bad or something. I noticed so. it, but then I was sort of looking for it. So, okay. I, you know, I don't know if that maybe is the case, but uh, as I think people may know, uh, he was when they came back and did the resuits. Henry Cavill was shooting another movie, which required him to have a moustache, and rather than shave the moustache off, they decided to CGI it off his face. And it's, I see this is what completely boggles me surely the more sensible thing to do would be to say okay you shave it off and we will pay the other film the amount of money it takes for you to stick a mustache back on your face um when you're going to shoot that surely that's the more sensible way around rather than spending a fortune cgiing the mustache off your face for this movie I mean, maybe it was in his contract that he had to have a moustache, but given the circumstances that the reshoots were done under with sort of, you know, the tragic events that led to Zach leaving, mm-hmm. surely they could have come to some agreement of saying, look, you know, we're having to do these research. We weren't going to have to use him, but now we are. 
couldn't we just take his moustache off and then you know, we'll, we'll pay you whatever it costs in makeup effects to have it stuck back on every morning you know that extra half an hour that it takes to get the moustache right surely surely that would have been the more sensible way to do it yeah why on earth would you have him the, i mean i did see that the greatest suggestion i saw on twitter was somebody saying they should have just left it on with no explanation whatsoever <laughs> seriously man just rises from the grave with a moustache no explanation i would love to have seen that what about <laughs> if you just when he rises up you just give him a full like beard mm. and yeah that you can would, say like okay this is just stuck. this is just some like you know when characters come back sometimes from like a rough experience quote unquote and they have like a beard and stuff um yeah they should maybe go yeah. that route brute sorry. that that would have been and superman in the in the latest versions of the comic book superman has a beard or you know had for a, quite a while has a beard so yeah, yeah that would have been like equally gandalf levels but i'm talking like rick grimes season five levels yeah yeah, yeah. you know they, you could have given him a reasonable beard which would have explained the mustache and stuck that on his face and i mean that would have been a better solution than trying to cg out cgi out badly which is is what they kind of did because it was very noticeable in some places i mean as you say you might not have noticed it but right. i certainly was i i it it stuck out to me in places he's his top lip was very weird in some places okay so, so, so was that um, a bad effect that you kind of saw or was this the way his yeah, lip it, was done it was it was the way his mouth was moving just was really odd in places okay. the way his lip was kind of done so i definitely noticed it mm-hmm. um and i mean there has been some stills online of of it you know the way <laughs> yeah, it was done sure. so yeah uh i you know i i i just yeah <laughs> i why why they went down that route i have no idea it was it seemed ridiculous to me said there has to have been some other compromise they could have come with with the other film or like you say stuck an entire beard on him and just get done in that it is baffling uh, to me i i I agree with you it is baffling to me that how much they um struggle to deal with something as simple as a moustache when you can have people (laughs) like flying around and throwing things and shooting beams and all that kind of stuff yet you struggle to deal with a moustache something so simple (laughs) which i don't know it's it's weird but um the what I'll, I'll I'll say this now just to get the kind of negative out of the way, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little I, what I feel is a fair comparison. When Superman joins, because he he kind of like goes away or whatever, and then when the the rest of the group are fighting Steppenwolf, uh, and they're kind of struggling, they're getting thrown around a bit. Superman comes in, he just throws Steppenwolf against the wall, starts beating him up. And at that point, I kind of think, come on. Like, why? The Justice League might as well go home at that point. Yeah. Like, the way he was just tossing him around and stuff, and the way he was just fighting against him, I was like, okay. It's just... It really annoys me when that happens in Superman, uh, with a Superman character, and I've brought this up before. I'm not sure if um, you, you know this, but... Uh, in Injustice 2, when they're fighting against um, Darkseid, the character you mentioned earlier... It's the case of, like, um, 
Okay, Darkseid's gotten really, really powerful. Let's send Superman up there. He gets knocked down. Okay, so, okay, Supergirl's still a Kryptonian. Send her up there. She gets knocked down. And then the rest of the group says, oh, okay, what are we going to do now? It's like, cool, the rest of you are still superheroes. You still have must have <laughs> some kind of power. And the comparison I'm going to make is, uh, and we, we spoke about this in the most recent CW superheroes, which is, I think, episode 33. It's the, it's the uh, fifth episode for this season. And I said that... In some scenes in Supergirl, she's thrown around far too easily. And when I yeah. looked, when I watched Superman in this film and thought about Melissa's Supergirl, it's not got anything to do with Melissa herself. It's the way that it's, she's written in the show and stuff. The way she gets knocked around compared to the way that Superman can do the complete opposite really annoys me because <laughs> I've never had explained to me why there would be a difference. They're both Kryptonians, and from from what I know... There's no real difference in power, at least to what's been explained to me. So every yeah. time I see these things come up with the two of them, it really bothers me because they're, they're supposed to be the same, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and I would certainly say he they, like, they just, are. Yeah. Uh, I just remember when he flies in and just starts beating people up. I'm like, okay, I can think of a few, a good few scenes in Supergirl where she's tried this and not been anywhere near as successful. Mm. Uh, it, it really does... Probably, <laughs> like, yeah, and I mean, there, there is, there is the Superman's always an issue in in any form of team up, because and like you say, I mean, the the whole point of Batman getting this team together was because Superman wasn't around. The moment you put Superman back in the mix, what what's the point of the rest of them being mm, there? Maybe like you know? Superman and one other person or something. But when well, you Superman have an... and Wonder Woman should pretty much be able to take down any threat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just. Um, and he doesn't need to be that powerful. Have him struggle. Have him be a bit more powerful because I guess he's the most powerful in the group. But not to yeah. a point where like the rest of them can't really do anything against Steppenwolf. But then when he comes in, he throws him against the wall. I just, uh, it really annoys yeah. me. Yeah, no, I mean, I know, I know what you mean. It is. It is always a bit of an issue. And Cause Superman is unbelievably powerful. Uh, yeah. Uh, overpowered compared to everybody else in that group i mean even the people like wonder woman and aquaman who were equally very powerful you know i mean flash is fast but aquaman is you know again superhuman strength and wonder woman is you know superhuman strength so yeah uh, mm -hmm. but superman is is sort of seems to be leagues above them as well so it's it's superman going up against essentially a god um, you know, uh, but once you put him in there, once you put him in there, it does make everybody else slightly redundant. Yeah, that's at least the way I felt when I was, I was watching this. Um, and it it didn't really affect the film too much. It's just the situation yeah. of. And I've not actually seen Man of Steel, and I've just got this feeling that if I turn it on and watch it. I'm just going to see a, a, a basically a two-hour film of Superman just continuously cleaning house because it's got to kind of a point where if somebody, if a villain or anybody were to match his power, then that person, the whoever this other person would be, their power would need to be significantly strong as well. Um, yeah. Like when he's, um, I can't remember who he uses it on in the film, but you know the uh, the wind that he can use to do certain things. When he's like standing with the team and fighting with the team, I don't have a problem with that. It's just when the team's getting knocked about and he just comes in and just sorts things out. It yeah. Just, yeah. It it that's so. Um. 
But to talk about him more specifically, I th- I like um him. Is it Henry Cavill or Cavill? Cavill. 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 Cavill's fine. I yeah. Think. Uh, I like him as Superman. I don't really have any expectations towards an actor being Superman. We've we've had Tyler, whatever his surname is, is like Hecklin or something. Um, yeah. in in Supergirl, he was only in two episodes, so we didn't really see his full potential as the character, but. Yeah. For me, as a person who's not watched, I can't actually think of any individual su- Superman films I've seen. Um, so I guess I don't really have the expectation, and can, I don't really compare him to the rest of them because I've I've not seen those other people. Yeah. Um, but I th- I feel like with the way he came back was a bit like okay, let's just quickly write this mistake that people didn't like and bring him back, and um. I guess the one thing I did like from it is we got an interesting kind of the interesting part where the rest of them are standing there and they're kind of figuring out what to do. He's clearly like like Wonder Woman. I think it's Wonder Woman that says this. She's kind of like, okay, he's not going to be his normal self. He's going to be different because he's going to be affected. Mm. Um, and they, they show that as well. Like he's not sure who these people are. He kind of knows what power he has and he works it out eventually, of course. Um, but like he's gonna fight the rest of them because he doesn't know who they are and stuff i think is it's kind of makes sense and along with that scene was where the flash tries to run up to him and hit him and there's there was just a funny bit where uh flash is going around the side and he's basically holding the rest of the justice league um superman turns and then there's a point where flash is looking at um superman and he like Superman like darts his eyes back at the Flash, and then mm. uh, Ezra's version of Flash is like, "Okay, what do I do now? He spotted me." Do you find it again? This is a comic superhero show uh, film. Do you find it realistic that Superman will be quick enough to notice the Flash in that situation? Yeah, no, I think I think that's fine because okay. um, I, I mean we've seen we've seen races between the Flash and. Supergirl, you know, yeah. uh, so yeah, I, I think that's, that's perfectly reasonable, you know, that, uh, that Superman is, I suspect Flash is ultimately quicker, but, um, but, but I think the, you know, Superman certainly as a general day to day thing could keep up with him, I think. So I think, okay. I think that was okay. And, you know, okay. you're talking about flashing very early on his career and, and not necessarily knowing his full level of his power. So, okay. So, yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with that. So, do you think he wasn't running as quick as he doesn't know he well, can? Yeah, I yeah. I, I, it, I, we've, sort, I, we've sort of seen some of that in the past. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, we've, we've, seen, we've seen that with the, the version of Flash in the TV show. So, as mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think, yeah, and, and we're talking about, you know, a Barry Allen in the very early on learning his powers and stuff. So, so yeah, I think that's, uh, ultimately, I think the Flash would be quicker, but I think... The fact that Superman spots him, I think, is perfectly understandable, and mm-hmm. in this particular situation, uh, the, the one thing I did like is the fact that Lois Lane is the one who who is able to like calm him down and yeah take him home. And so we didn't see what happened, and I don't think we really needed to see it. Um, but she found a way to like calm him down and bring him back to the way he was. I think she's the only character that makes sense to do that. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe his was his mum there? I think she was, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, the mum turned up at some yeah, point. Yeah, it's like a combination of both of them, I think, is is more realistic than... 
the group basically trying to sort. I, I know they were trying to sort out the situation in the moment, which makes sense. But uh, I, I kind of like that she was the one that, that basically sorted him out. Yeah. Uh, next thing I have is we kind of talked about it a bit, but the Green Lantern tease. This was one of the things I I didn't really expect. It was quite a nice nice surprise in, in that way. Um, yeah. But it obviously you know points towards the future because at some point we're going to get a Green Lantern film. Is it scheduled for like 2020 or something? I think something like that. There's a Green Lantern. Yeah, because there so. hasn't actually there hasn't um, actually been anybody cast yet. No, it's um, and it, it is supposed to be a Green Lantern Court film and featuring um most of the Earth's Green Lanterns. Certainly, it should be uh, Hal and uh, John, mm. the yeah. the two sort of most well known ones. So, because yeah, um, different yeah. versions of them, isn't there? A bit like where yeah. you have uh, Morales, Miles Morales and Peter Parker kind of thing, like different versions. Yeah, kind of. Uh, they, uh, I mean, although I think, yeah, I think in the Marvel universe they were all in separate like timelines and stuff. But the, uh, but the, although I think they're probably together now. But the certainly in in the Green Lanterns there are there are Green Lanterns from various different planets. But Earth, I think, currently has five Green Lanterns. Um. And there's there's uh, Hal Jordan, uh, John. Um, there's a, a two relatively new ones, and there's Guy Gardner as well. Okay. So um, yeah, there, there are five different potential ones. I do wonder how they're going to do that. Whether I suspect we may that may be just one of those situations where they give a little hint to a backstory, but like they've done with the other things, just drop you straight into it rather than having the 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 whole sort of green lantern getting the ring that sort of thing again mm-hmm. or maybe maybe we start off with hal already being a green lantern and some of the others being recruited i, I don't know I um so. possibly it's it's but it, it is supposed to actually not be focused purely on one green lantern it's basically going to be focused on a group of them so, oh, cool. uh, so a, bit, a little bit like the x-men in that way um like a group yeah thing. Yeah, it's more like a group thing. It's it's they're, they're all going to be Green Lanterns, but it is going to be a Green Lantern Corpse movie, mm-hmm. apparently, rather than just a Green Lantern movie focused on specifically on one Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one possible. thing: it's not going to be Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> it's definitely not no. going to be. No, no, it isn't going to be Ryan Reynolds. No, That's not freak. this time. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought that that was kind of cool as well. And I remember when I saw you sort of see these green people come up, and I'm like. Are they Green Lanterns? And then they are I was like, oh wow, that's 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 kind of cool. And then like the ring falls off, and we see it, and I thought that was all. That was all pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, no, that was a nice little, nice little nod yeah. they added. It was, it was always like the uh, the ring flies towards the the screen. It's like a wink towards you, like wink. These are coming, but not yet. The rings <laughs> sort of go over there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which uh, uh, I thought that was co- was kind of cool. Yeah. Would you find it interesting if that specific ring flies off? towards somebody else and we see who that was because it did kind of look like uh, it was well, traveling no, it was uh, th- that battle was a historical battle wasn't it so okay um you know it, i i it, because it was the whole thing that whole battle was was part of the history saying how the mother boxes ended up with various different people how the three mother boxes ended up with these different people so it was uh, olympian gods amazons atlanteans humans and green lanterns were all in that battle but the mother boxes ended up like you know buried or you know one in the possession of the amazons one the atlanteans and the human one which was buried 
Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think seeing who that that ring had gone to in that particular context would have made absolutely no difference because the chances are that curious. person. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, but I think in that the way context, it literally I, like flew away off to somebody else. It was yeah. kind of fun. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I look forward to seeing where, where they go. All that stuff. I, I am yeah. kind of interested in that. Uh, yeah. Do you have any off the top of your head people you'd like to play the Green Lantern? See, I've always said Nathan Fillion. Um, I would like to see as Hal Jordan. Okay. He could fit a lot but, of roles. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, I would love to see Nathan Fillion as Hal Jordan. Um, I I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's possibly a little bit too old for it at this possibly. point, depending how the, what they're going to do with the character. But, right. um, you know, and he's probably not a big enough name as a sort of movie. Although if it's a big ensemble movie, then maybe. Uh, I think it'd be all right. Yeah. That's that's the only name that really leaps out at me. That would be one that I would I would okay. really quite like. Uh, in terms of, in terms of casting, just going a little bit off topic, I have somebody in mind who I want to play the Green Arrow. Do you remember um, Jim from The Office? Uh, right. His name is the actor's name is John something. He was also recently in a film called Thirteen Hours, which I haven't actually seen yet. Uh, there was rumours of him being cast. I think he'd he'd be really good for it. Uh, I just sort of see him as the Green Lantern, uh, the uh, Green Arrow. Sorry. Uh, so he's he's okay. kind of been on the tip of my tongue or in my on my mind sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I mean the the movie um, Green Arrow for me, uh, Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. I thought you might say uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's it really is perfect for me. I mean, that's the guy that I would go for, I think, mm-hmm. because he's a, you know, he's done a few movies now. I mean, he's just done the King Arthur movie. He's done a few other things and Pacific Rim and, and things. So he's a, he's a big enough name, I think, to carry it. And yeah. he's absolutely, he looks absolutely perfect for it. I, you know, and he's done American before. So, you know, with Sons of Anarchy. So mm-hmm. that would be the guy I would go for Green Arrow. Definitely. Cool. Uh, okay, let's move on to. We kind of talked a bit about him, but Steppenwolf. I thought he was a, he was a decent stepping stone villain. I think is the the way I'd describe him. It's, I mean, he was. I think as you kind of alluded to before, Steppenwolf is is basically a guy that's put in there so the Justice League have something to hit. <laughs> I think um, certainly it, Superman has something to throw. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, that seems like the main reason he's there. I'm. I would have liked to have seen a, um maybe Earthbound villain, but then again, you know, or but if you use somebody like Lex Luthor, then you kind of think. I mean, see, in some respects, using Lex Luthor would have sort of made sense because Lex Luthor is a main villain of Superman. If Superman's not around, yeah, if Lex Luthor had escaped at the start of that film and then done something major that had got the attention of batman and he decided he needed the rest of the justice league you know maybe he'd you know the the what we saw in the post credit scene uh had had been the start of this movie that you know a, a kind of lower level villain at the beginning might have been a good start um maybe. going straight to a lieutenant of dark seed or dark side sorry um uh, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, a particularly a not very well known one either. 
I, mm. I, there are other villains out there that I'm sure you could have gone for that would have been a little bit, but you'd sort of, they've been working towards either Darkseid or Steppenwolf in this film. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I, you know, it's not unsurprising, but yeah, primarily he was there as something to, for, for the Justice League to hit <laughs> uh, more than anything else. I mean, he was fine. Yeah, but, he, he did a good enough job for what he was, what he was there for. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so just got two more notes here. Uh, Flash versus Superman. So we kind of saw that in the. We're starting to get mid credit sequences as well as after credit sequences now. Yes. Uh, I can't yeah, remember I'm... which film this started in, but it was it's a recent kind of thing. Yeah. Um. I, it's, and that was fun. Yeah, it was yeah. fun enough. I, mean, I, I remember it in the. Uh, in that was actually in a Supergirl episode, wasn't it? Flash went. Yeah, yeah. They did, they did yeah. a race. Did a race with them in that, and you know it's fine. Uh, it was fun and uh, yeah. sort of shows the, a bit of bonding between those two characters. So I think, oh, yeah, perfectly mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I, uh, I think the, the, the end credit sequence was far more interesting than, the, yeah, than that definitely. little one. Yeah, um, so let me Let me tell you my thought process as, as this after credit scene happened, right? Uh, so I, I didn't know, of course, in a good way, what, what the after credit scene was going to be about. You knew there was going to be one There's you know, these superhero yeah. films do, do tend to have them. Um, so they show you this boat, and it's driving towards this, like, what do you call it? That's a yacht, isn't it? Yes. It's just a bigger boat, yeah. Uh, this boat goes towards this yacht, and you kind of see him from the back, um, and you you basically see this guy with a, with a helmet on, and he's got these two swords. I remember sitting there, and looking at the screen, I was like, okay, there's these two people on the boat, we don't really know what it is, just wait just wait a second. And then I saw these two swords, and I was like, I, I sort of sat forward a bit, and like, you know when you sort of um, squint your eyes, I was like, is that Deathstroke? And yeah. then, because I, I did not expect to see him in this film in, in anywhere. This was even more of a no. surprise to me than Green Lantern. Um, yeah. And then he gets off the boat, and I'm like, oh my god, that's that was literally my reaction. I I remember because yeah. um, I was sitting in the cinema, of course, and to avoid looking kind of silly, I guess I actually held my hand over my mouth because I was so <laughs> I was just so shocked because I, I, I thought they were still in the process of like sorting out his casting and that kind of stuff because I heard that um, the guy that played him like wasn't sure, so I wasn't expecting it at all. Um, mm. How about how about you? Yeah, no, I I didn't expect him to. Sh- to show up because particularly as they'd talked about uh you know what might or might not happen with the uh in standalone batman movie which is when people expected him to show up so i thought that was that was kind of in- interesting uh joe mantelego who is uh or mantelino uh, maybe his name is but uh I, he's a great actor and um you know suits deathstroke down to the ground he doesn't look that dissimilar to Manny Bennett in all honesty. Uh but so I mean yeah, I thought I, he looked great. Know, yeah, in terms yeah. of his look and stuff. But but I think yeah, looks absolutely great. Deathstroke's weirdly become a very popular character uh, ever since he Good. first really, showed up on Arrow. Really cool. So, so I I'm hoping yeah. he is so yeah, uh, uh, and I Joe, Joe will do a fantastic job with that character uh if they decide to to stick with this and move forward with it. So uh yeah. I thought it was really good. Please do DCU cuz 
Wow, you certainly surprised me. So, because uh, yeah. I, my mind was like, okay, I don't, I was, I was on my way to the like cinemas, kind of thing. Okay, maybe they'll show a tease of either maybe Supergirl or maybe Green Lantern. Um, Deathstroke just wasn't on my mind at all because I thought they were still sorting out the casting and stuff. Mm. So, let alone the fact that they filmed a little, a little piece of him was just such a surprise. It, it was just the the way they revealed him, like these shots from the back, and I can see these two swords. I'm like, okay, who has two swords? Deathstroke. Is that Deathstroke? I was just so surprised. Um, mm. But, yeah, I just remember walking walk out of the cinema and being like, wow, that, yeah. But, yeah, uh, it was, it was a nice way to end to it. Me. Yeah. 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 Nice and way then, to end uh, it, I think. And then he goes to see Lex Luthor on the boat, um, which also a little bit of a surprise, but not not quite so much. You kind of knew he was he was going to get out the, uh, the the jail cell at some point. Yeah. Um and then he says we should build our own uh Justice League, which has me excited as well. Um so do you think this will involve the Suicide Squad at all? Cuz you got like Harley Quinn the Joker and stuff, they could like team up and, and do something. Uh I maybe maybe we'll get some people from Suicide Squad across, although I I suspect not um because uh, the, the Suicide Squad characters are kind of wild, so I, I think maybe with it being Luther and Deathstroke, they're probably going to want a group of people who are a little bit kind of more controlled than that. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I, I mean, I like the fact that they've got Lex Luthor out of jail because it means that you know he's going to be around for Superman to go up against at some point in mm-hmm. a uh, future movie. Um, or you know Batman potentially going up against them, so I think that could be quite a, kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, so I'd, I I mean I don't know who else they're going to end up recruiting, but I'm sure it will be uh, for their whatever they call the sort of Legion of Doom or whatever it is that they're Hopefully, creating. Yeah. But uh, Reverse Flash could could maybe be in there. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean Reverse Flash because we are probably going to see him in Flashpoint. I would have thought so. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, so the. So you keep uh, mentioning Flashpoint. Is that going to be the Flash film, or are they going to do yes, a, that as well as that Flash? is going to be the Flash film? Apparently. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, so how is that going to work? Would they just reverse the effects after the film, or something? Cause you yeah, kind of because... at some point got to do an origin Flash film. Well, I don't know if you do. I mean, you know, well, like, they didn't really do an origin Batman film. They didn't, I mean, they sort of did an origin Wonder Woman film. But, I mean, I I, I think, I don't know whether you do at this point. Because people know The Flash from the TV show. Okay. They, they, you can, you can do his origin of, you know, uh, that version of the origin. If it is assuming something in the way of hit by lightning covered in chemicals suddenly is The Flash. You can do that origin in about 10 minutes, you know, five or 10 minutes, you can probably do it in like a 30 second, like clip. Yeah, like, like they the, did with the opening of the flash in the, you know, my name is Barry Allen. Da, da, da. Yeah. You could almost do, do it like that. So <laughs> I, I, I think, uh, I don't think you do need to do a full origin movie because we've, we've now seen the character and what okay. he could do anyway. That's I think great, there yeah. will be a little flashback thing, but I don't think you need to see the whole thing. I I think that they will just he- jump headlong into Flashpoint. Um, but again, it's one of these things that 
they've done it. Yeah, DC are doing it in slightly in a slightly odd way in that they've not really established these characters, and suddenly they're going off on the massive, like, uh, you know, storylines from the comic books. Mm-hmm. You know, they've so I, I don't know. I they they're kind of trying to run before they can walk a little bit. I think with the DCU, mm. I think maybe that's been the problem. But uh, I, I, having said that, I do quite like the idea of seeing a you know, f- version of the comic book flashpoint on screen Definitely, because yeah. you've got because you've then got like uh potentially you know wonder woman in that movie as a sort of fairly nasty version of wonder woman and a nasty version of aquaman and you know so, so would you have uh because i heard that bruce's mum um did does she die in Flashpoint? Because I heard something yes. that she becomes the Joker, or something like that. Oh, there's they've done various versions of things okay, like that. No, in, cool. in in Flashpoint, um, it, in Flashpoint, Martha dies. I think yeah, Martha dies, and Martha and Bruce die basically, which is which leads to Thomas becoming Batman. Um, okay, yeah. so. So I'm just wondering how they how you do Flashpoint and how it would affect the future of DC. Well, that, like I, I think you do. This is what I was saying. You know, you can do a Flashpoint storyline, and if there are things you want to tweak, right, like that aren't Affleck, working, yeah. like like Ben Affleck, if you want a way of getting Ben Affleck out of that role, that might be a way of doing it because you, you know, you do Flashpoint, things are slightly altered when he gets back. And uh, one of those things is the fact that Ben Affleck is no longer Batman. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. So if you if you if you did that so that you so that you have um, Lauren Cohan and Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Bruce's mom and dad again, and then you would kill Lauren Cohan again, unfortunately, um, and then you would kill whoever the younger Bruce would be. Would that then mean that you'd recast? Um, Jeffrey to Jeffrey Dean Morgan as I, Batman. Well, like, this is it. I don't know. I hope not. I would like them to keep Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman, as Thomas Wayne Batman, for the. Uh, but you would only have him for the duration of that film, because okay. when when the uh, when the Flash at the end of Flashpoint goes, you know, sorts everything out and and the timeline resets. There are slight differences. But Bruce is back to being Batman. Okay, so, because yeah, because he's it's the time the timeline at the end of it when at the end of the Flashpoint storyline the timeline resets and Bruce is back to being you know, Batman. But um, because it's sort of this alternate future where Bruce has died by the end of that Bruce has gone back to being Batman. But uh, you've had this kind of whole story where. Thomas Wayne is Batman. Okay, so you, you, could, could, you could still do the whole Ben Affleck out kind of thing. But yeah, you yeah. I, that would sort of give you an excuse to go. Well, things are a little different when he gets back, mm-hmm. and if things are a little different when he gets back, one of those things could be Batman looks a little bit different. Yeah, so, <laughs> maybe. The, the only other thing I'm thinking of is when um, if they did the Flashpoint and had Jeffrey as as uh, Batman essentially. If uh, if Jeffrey like couldn't do couldn't do it afterwards because of Walking Dead or whatever, you could maybe just have a different person do that because his role isn't that yeah. 
Maybe. Yeah, no, I mean, they, the there may be, it may be that they, it may be that they don't use Jeffrey for the whole movie. It may yeah. be that, but, um, you know, it may be that they decide to cast somebody else as Thomas Wayne for that film. Mm-hmm. But that would, it would only be a one shot deal because it would only be for that one movie. Okay. Because Thomas, Thomas, yeah. Wayne, cause Thomas Wayne is only Batman for that movie. He's mm-hmm. dead otherwise. So. Yeah, I'm excited to see all this stuff though because I've heard so much about it, but I've not actually seen a version apart from the one ep- the one Flash episode. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see this stuff. Yeah. Um So I think that's about it for this podcast. We've we've talked quite so. a lot about different stuff. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I'm interested in this in this Flashpoint stuff. So uh, maybe I should. Do you think I should read a comic for it before or after? Because we don't know when it's coming out, do we? Uh, 2020, I think the Flash okay. Flashpoint is due. Uh, yeah. to to land. So um, yeah, so I mean, things could change. They may decide to do something else entirely. But at the moment, it's a film called Flashpoint. Okay. But um, yeah, twenty twenty. So you've got plenty of time to read it. The book is cool. out there if you want to read the book. Yeah. All right. Cool. So that's it for this review of uh, the Justice League. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us talk about it. Um, so the verdict is, I, I like this film quite a lot, and I thought I thought it fixed a few things in the DCEU, and it sorted out Superman, but it's still not to the, the, the degree that you know I sort of wanted because of the things I explained. But anyway, um, they've got these characters introduced now, and they've sort of they sort of got it. They've pumped a bit more energy into this stuff. I kind of mm. feel like so. Um, I'm kind of re-excited to see what the DCEU does. So, um, yeah. and I'm glad I liked it because I was I had no idea how I was going to feel about it because of the amount of different conflicting reviews. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad I came out on the on the better side of it. Yeah. But uh, if you'd like to listen to us talk about some other stuff, which we have done plenty of, uh, roughly 300 different posts, um, you can find all those on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, if you'd like to see what David is up to in terms of uh, what he's doing, it's on geektown.co.uk. That's for all of your uh, TV air updates, and news, and, and that sort of thing, casting news, all that stuff. And to mm. find out if your favorite show is going to survive after its current season, uh, as well as interviews, Geek Town Radio, all that good stuff. Uh, and the Geek Town Awards soon as well. Um, yes. If you would like to follow us, you can do so on Twitter and Facebook. You can join the Facebook group. You can check out our Patreon page. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can, as I mentioned recently, uh, subscribe to us or check us out on Stitcher. The links are in going to be in the description for that. Um, you can check out my Twitch, which I don't use that often, but I'm working on sorting that out. Uh, you can check out Robert's Mixer, which I, again, need to put his schedule on the site. You can check out our schedule as well. That's on the front of the page. Um, I, yeah, I think that's it for this podcast. Thank you all for listening, and we shall see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.